warm greetings to all the listeners on this auspicious Thursday, our Baba's Day. I wish well-being to everyone. May Lord Sainath always guide and protect you and your family. May his benevolent hand shower his divine grace that will heal and nourish your body and soul. Today, we shall listen to the chapter 9 of our Bible, Sri Sai Satcharitra, as part of our weekly recitation or Parayana services. I request the listeners to cast aside all the fears and tensions for a while and listen to this beautiful Leelas with an open heart, full faith and devotion. Let this listening eliminate all your worries and tensions. Let it heal those who have bodily ailments. Let it soothe the minds of those seeking mental health. Let this podcast shower upon you the pure grace, health and joy on all its listeners. In this chapter, the author Shri Govind Raghunath Dabulkarji alias Hemad Pant narrates the effects of compliance and non-compliance with Baba's orders at the time of taking leave from Shirdi. The author stresses upon the term mendicancy and its necessity. He shares with us the experience of one devotee family named Tarkhat. The chapter ends by narrating a tale about how Baba fed people sumptuously. Before we begin, I prostrate myself unto the lotus feet of Lord Ganesha, the Lord of Wisdom, and Goddess Saraswati, the Goddess of Knowledge. I pay my obeisance unto the lotus feet of my Kuladevta, Bhavani Shankar Nagesh Maharudra, and Sri Devi Mahalakshmi. My maternal deities, Sri Devki Krishna Ravanath and Sri Ramnath and Santeri Devi. I pay my respects to my Guru, Sadguru Sri Sainath Maharaj, my parents and grandparents. Last but not the least, I pay my respects to you all, my listeners. Let us begin now. Om Sai Ram. Chapter 9 At the end of the last chapter, it was barely stated that bhaktas who obeyed Baba's orders at the time of taking leave fared well and those who disobeyed them suffered many a mishap. This statement will be amplified and illustrated with a few striking instances and by other matters dealt with in this chapter. Characteristics of Shirdi Pilgrimage One special peculiarity of Shirdi Pilgrimage was this, that none could leave Shirdi without Baba's permission, and if he did, he invited untold sufferings. But if anyone was asked to quit Shirdi, he could, he could stay there no longer. Baba gave certain suggestions or hints when bhaktas went to bid goodbye and take leave. These suggestions had to be followed. If they were not followed or were 
departed from accident were sure to befall them those who acted contrary to baba's directions would definitely uh, come across certain accidents or incidents we give below a few instances the first instance is about tata kote party tata kote was once going in tanga to kopargaon bazar he came in haste to the masjid and saluted baba and said that he would go to kopargaon bazar baba said don't make haste stop a little let go the bazar don't go out of the village on seeing his anxiety to go baba asked him to take shama that is madhavrao deshpande at least with him not minding this direction tata kote immediately drove his tanga of the two horses one which cost rupees 300 was very attractive and restless too after passing saval well or saval vihir it began to run rashly got a sprain in its waist and fell down tatya was not much hurt but was reminded of mother size direction on another occasion while proceeding to kolhar village it disregarded baba's direction and drove in a tanga which met with a similar accident now we shall also narrate the similar incident but this time about a european gentleman one european gentleman of bombay once came to shirdi with an introductory note from nana saheb chandorkar and with some object in his view he was comfortably accommodated in a tent he went to kneel before baba and kissed his hand he tried thrice to step into the masjid but baba prevented him from doing so he was asked to sit in the open courtyard below and take baba's darshan from there not pleased with this reception he got he went to leave he wanted to leave shirdi at once and came to bid goodbye baba asked him to go the next day and not to hurry people too requested him to abide by baba's direction not listening to all this he left shirdi in a tanga the horses ran at first all right but then when saval well was passed a bicycle came in front seeing which the horses were frightened and they ran fast the tanga was turned topsy turvy and the gentleman fell down and was dragged some distance he was immediately released but had to go and lie in kopargaon hospital for the treatment of the injuries because of such experiences all people learned the lesson that those who disobeyed baba's instructions met with accident in one way or the other and those who obeyed them were safe and happy the necessity of mendicancy now to return to the question of mendicancy a question may arise in the minds of some that if baba was such a great personage god in fact why should he have recourse to the begging bowl all his lifetime this question may be considered and replied 
from two standpoints one who are the fit persons who have a right to leave by begging bowl our shastras say that those persons who get getting rid of or becoming free from the three main desires that is progeny for wealth for fame exceptionness are the fit people to leave by begging arms they cannot make cooking arrangements and dine at home the duty of feeding them rest on the shoulders of householders sai baba was neither a householder nor vanaprastha he was a calibet sanyasi that is brahmachari from boyhood his first conviction was that the universe was his home he was the lord devastated a supporter of universe and the imperishable brahman so he had the full right to have recourse to the begging bowl now from the standpoint of one panchashunya or five scenes and their atonement in order to prepare food stuffs and meals the householders have to go through five actions or processes the five scenes first one kandani or pounding second one peshni or grinding third one utkambi or washing pots fourth one marjani or sweeping and cleaning fifth one chuli that is lighting of the hearth these processes involve destruction of lot of small insects and creatures and thus the householders incur a lot of sin in order to atone for this sin the shastras prescribe five kind of sacrifices first one brahma yajna or veda dhyan offering the brahman or the study of vedas second pitra yajna offering to ancestors third deva yajna offering to gods fourth bhuta yajna offering to beings fifth manushya atithi yajna offering to men or uninvited guests if this sacrifices enjoined by the shastras are duly performed the purification of the mind is effected and this helps the householder to get knowledge and self realization baba in going from house to house reminded the inmates of their sacred duty and fortunate were the people who got the lessons at their home from baba devotees experiences now to return to the other more interesting subject lord krishna has said in the bhagavad gita whosoever devoutly offer to me a leaf a flower or a fruit or water of that pure hearted man i shall accept that pious offering in case of sai baba if a devotee really long to offer anything to sai baba and if he afterward forgot to offer the same baba reminded him or his friend about the offering and made him present it to him and then accepted and blessed the devotee a few instances are given below tarkhad family the story is between tarkhad father and son 
Mr. Ramchandra Atmaram Alais Baba Saheb Tarkar formerly a prarthana samajist was a staunch devotee of Sai Baba his wife and son loved baba equally or perhaps more it was once proposed that master tarkar should go with his mother to shirdi and spend his may vacation there but the son was unwilling to go as he thought that in case he left his home at bandra the worship of sai baba in the house would not be properly attended to as his father being a prarthana samajist would not care to worship sai baba's enlarged portrait however on his father's giving an assurance of oath that he would perform the worship exactly as the son was doing daily the mother and the son left for shirdi on one friday night the next day saturday mr tarkar got up early took his bath and before proceeding with the puja prostrated himself before the shrine and said baba i am going to perform the puja exactly as my son has been doing but please let it not be a formal drill after he performed the puja he offered few pieces of lump sugar as naivedya or offering which were distributed at the time of lunch that evening and on sunday everything went on well the following monday was a working day and it also passed well mr tarkard who had never performed puja like this in all his life felt great confidence within himself that everything was passing on quite satisfactorily according to the promise given to his son on tuesday he performed the morning puja as usual and left for his work coming home at noon he found that there was no prasad or sugar to partake of when the meal was served he asked the servant cook who told him that there was no offering made that morning and that he had completely forgotten then to perform that part of puja that is offering naivedya after hearing that he left his seat and prostrated himself before the shrine expressed his regret and at the same time chiding baba for the want of guidance in making the whole affair a matter of mere drill then he wrote a letter to his son stating the facts and requested him to lay it before baba's feet and ask his pardon for his neglect this happened in bandra at tuesday noon at the same time when the noon aarti was just about to commence in shirdi baba said to mrs tarkar mother i had been to your house in bandra with the view of having something to eat i found the door locked i somehow got an entrance inside and found to my regret that bhau mr tarkar had left nothing for me to eat so i returned from there without eating anything the lady could not understand anything but the son who was close by understood that there was something wrong with the puja in bandra and he therefore requested baba to permit him to go home baba refused the permission but allowed him to perform puja there then the son wrote a letter to his father stating all that took place at shirdi and implored his father not to neglect the puja at home both these matters crossed each other and were delivered to respective parties the next day is this not the astounding thing 
astonishing thing it simply reflects that baba is omniscient now let us move on to the next experience this is of mrs tarkhad let us now take up the case of mrs tarkhad herself she offered three things one bharit that is roasted brinjal or eggplant mixed curds and spice second kacharya that is circular pieces of brinjal fried in ghee third peda or sweet ball let us see how baba accepted them once mr raguveer bhaskar purandare of bandra a great devotee of baba started for shirdi with his family mrs tarkar went to mr purandare and gave her two brinjals and requested her to prepare bharit of one brinjal and kacharya of the other when she went to shirdi and served baba with them after reaching shirdi mrs purandare went with her dish of bharit to the masjid then baba was just about to start his meal baba found the bharit very tasty so he distributed it to all and said that he wanted kacharya now a word was sent to radha krishna mai that baba wanted kacharya she was in a fix as there was no season of brinjals how to get brinjals uh, was a question when an inquiry was made as to who brought the bharit it was found that mrs purandare was also entrusted with the duty of serving kacharyas everybody then came to know the significance of baba's inquiry regarding kacharyas and was wonderstruck at baba's all pervasive knowledge in december 1915 one govind balaram mankar went to wanted to go to shirdi to perform the obsec uh, the uh, the duties of his father before he left he came to see mr tarkar then mrs tarkar had wanted to send something with him to baba so uh, she searched the whole house but found nothing except a peda which had already been offered as nevedya mr mankar was about uh, was in mourning still out of great devotion to baba she sent the peda with him hoping that baba would accept and eat it govind went to shirdi and saw baba but he forgot to take the peda with him baba simply waited when again he went to baba in the afternoon he went empty handed without the peda baba could wait no longer and therefore asked him straight what did you bring for me nothing was the reply baba asked him again the same reply came forth again then baba asked him the leading question did not the mother baba was referring to tarkar mrs tarkar did not the mother give some sweet meat to you for me at the time of you starting the boy then remembered the whole thing he felt abashed asked baba's pardon ran to his lodging and brought the peda and gave it to baba as soon as baba got it in his hand he put it into his mouth and gulped it down thus the devotion of mrs tarkar was recognized and accepted as man believes me so do i accept them this is what lord krishna says in bhagavad gita and it was proved in this case 
Baba fed sumptuously. How? Once Mrs. Tarkar was staying in a certain house in Shirdi. At noon, meals were ready and dishes were being served. When a hungry dog turned up there and began to cry, Mrs. Tarkar got up at once and threw a piece of bread, which the dog gulped with great relish. In the afternoon, when she went to the masjid and sat at some distance, Sai Baba said to her, "Mother, you have fed me sumptuously up to my throat." my afflicted pranas that is life forces have been satisfied always act like this and this will stand you in good stead sitting in this masjid i shall never speak untruth take pity on me like this first give bread to the hungry and then eat yourself note this well she could not first understand the meaning of what baba said so she simply replied baba how could i feed you i am myself dependent on others and take my food from their, uh, them on payment then baba replied eating that lovely bread i am heartily contented and then i am still blenching the dog which you saw before meals and to which you gave the piece of bread is one with me so also other creatures cats pigs flies cows etc are one with me i am roaming in their forms he who sees me in all these creatures is my beloved so abandon the sense of duality and distinction and serve me as you did today drinking this nectar like words she was moved her eyes were filled with tears her throat was choked and her joy knew no bounds moral moral of the story is see god in all beings the upanishads the gita and the bhagavat all exhort us to perceive god or divinity in all creatures by the instance given at the end of this chapter and other two numerous uh, numerous to mention sai baba has practically demonstrated to us how to put the upanishadic teaching into practice in this way sai baba stands as the best exponent or teacher of upanishadic doctrines bow to shri sai peace be to all om sai ram